Good morning. It's March 7th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audio companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is Pop's Checkbook. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 When my grandfather was the age that I am now, I was seven years old and living in a two-story, 1,100-square-foot Cape Cod cottage on an old apple orchard in Chappaqua, New York. Gran and Pop lived a few miles away in an area called Deepwood. I remember their house as being gigantic, up on a forested hill, surrounded by birch, maple, and oak trees. There was a long gravel driveway, a good-sized lawn all around, a huge, or huge to a seven-year-old, screened-in porch, with flagstone flooring, and inside that I vaguely remember as gray-green carpet with lots of wood railings, furniture, stairs, and the smell of Pop's cigars throughout. Pop was a meticulous retired executive from Esso, the precursor to what you know as Exxon today. He used to sit at his desk before a large window and go slowly over his ledgers with his mechanical Esso pencil and his gold bifocals in place. The only time he ever used a pen was to write a letter or to write out checks when he paid bills. Now the check was a complete mystery to me at age seven, even after Pop tried to explain it to me more than once. Evidently, Pop could just write the date, the name of the person he was paying, a dollar amount, sign it, and voila, it became money. I just did not get it. I understood money, both paper and coin, Pop collected coins from all over the world, so I really had the money concept down. But how could he just write a dollar amount on a piece of paper, sign it, and hand it to someone for payment? What's more, why on earth would they accept it? Pop tried to explain the concept of the bank's involvement, but my idea of a bank came from Mary Poppins as a place to store your toppins, and certainly not a magic place that made your handwritten note turn into money. Eventually, as I grew older, I came to understand how it worked. The check was more like a promise to the recipient that if he or she brought it to a bank, they would then give them the cash it represented or put it directly into their account. The actual money came from the payer's bank, which would then send it somehow to the recipient's bank. There is a faith analogy here. When you attend any scripturally-based Christian church in the world, you will hear the gospel preached. You can also read the gospel message in your Bible. In essence, when you first hear the gospel, it's as though someone hands you an envelope with the word forgiven written on the front. It's a reminder that Jesus paid the price for our sin, which had been death ever since the Garden of Eden. Man's rebellion against his creator earned him the death penalty, and over the centuries it became clear that no amount of effort at following the rules was able to make man righteous enough in God's eyes to avoid that penalty. God, in his infinite love for us, became incarnate, coming to earth in the form of Jesus, who was fully man and at the same time fully God. He lived a perfect life among us, and then became the once and for all sacrifice for our sin, forgiving all who would believe in him. With all our sins forgiven, it's as though they never even occurred. In God's eyes, we became as righteous as Jesus, the perfect Son, the instant we accept him as Lord and Savior. God has offered this by grace meaning he gives us this way back to him, even though we don't deserve it. 
receiving the envelope is becoming aware of this gospel story. Opening the envelope is acknowledging that we are sinners and need a Savior. The check we find inside has our name on it, dated today, and the dollar amount is infinity. Eternal Life On the notation line at the bottom left of the check is written, For Righteousness. Jesus' death on the cross and subsequent resurrection imparts his perfect righteousness on believers and proves his power over death. Cashing that check by asking Jesus to save us returns a receipt as well. It's a he called the Holy Spirit. All of us who have cashed that check have the indwelling spirit to guide us in this life. I know for a fact that my grandfather understood this. He didn't talk about it as much as people do today. But Pop knew where he was going when he died, and he made sure I knew too. As I said, he was meticulous that way. He knew exactly how to write a check, as well as cash one. Dear Heavenly Father, how you love us. We are indeed saved by grace through faith in your Son, and we're eternally grateful that you thought to send us that check. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.